What is the best pop song of the noise? This is going to be the shortest podcast ever because I know the answer to this already. Okay. It's Tom Jones and Moose T Sex Bomb. Oh, really? It has to be that, right? So that's my karaoke song. So I'll blast it out in several drunken locations, but it mightn't have been like the biggest hit at the time, but I've definitely, definitely cemented it around places that I've lived. You know, butchered poor Tom Jones. Poor Tom Jones. Can we hear a little bit? No. Spy on me, baby, you satellite. Whoa. Good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's I can see why you were such an attractive proposition at that time in your life. Tom was jealous, yeah. if we're honest, you oh, know. Oh, God, yeah. He must have been. I thought he was yeah. in the room for a second there. I thought oh. it, was, it was uncanny. Like Tommy J. Um, mm, what do you think? I'm not convinced. I'm no, think- well, let's be honest. It's not going to be. It's a good track. It's not going to be no. the winner. And when this came out, I was about five be a bit weird if I was like oh yeah I love Sex Bomb by Tom Jones <laughs> <laughs> mommy what's sex oh uh-huh. no no not now not now I'm thinking more along the lines of Breathless by The Cause are you just being nice because I'm Northern Irish are you yeah I'm from Northern Ireland I've so, known you how long I thought you were like Greek nah 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 Northern Irish through and through although my mum and dad are from Dublin and the Republic of Ireland but funnily enough that you mentioned <laughs> the cores my brother used to while he was at university kind of semi-manage a fruit and veg shop on right. the Malone Road in Belfast and Caroline Core would come in frequently and buy a grapefruit for breakfast oh very fancy there's some celeb gossip like yeah. a minute into a podcast that's I class know. Wow. if I can keep it coming like that well uh-huh. you know well it's nice when celebrities do like human things isn't it like you know they're all so locked away in the little like celebrity bubble but there they all like go and buy grapefruit I love it just think and yeah. then you know I'm from Northern Ireland and there's probably going to be Daniel O'Donnell tales by the end of this series oh yeah lucky lucky oh, lucky wow. us I'm so excited already Cause, are you, are you, not, you don't sound too sure it's brilliant mm-hmm. they did have a number one and a number two album at the same time mm-hmm. they probably have got better songs to be fair in all fairness but I'm surprised that you've gone for something that credible to be fair because you are kind of Mr. Kids TV for your love of that makes stuff. it sound really weird yeah, yeah, it sounds a bit weird. It does sound a bit dodgy, doesn't You're it? You're very passionate about... You, when you were growing up, were very passionate mm. about kids' TV. Yes. And it's something that's kind of lived on. I was kind of expecting then maybe something a bit more bubblegum, a bit more tweenies-like, <laughs> and maybe something like S Club Juniors. Oh, wow. You know, something along those lines. Maybe um, a bit of One Step Closer or Automatic High. One Step Closer to... I, you know what? I hadn't heard it in so long, but it's all come flooding back. I can hear it in my head now. And I can <laughs> see the video and all the... I mean, who thought that was a good idea? I mean, I guess it was because it did quite well, didn't it? But I can't remember the music video because no. I'm beyond that. But well, I'd have been about six, so... I got confused whenever I went to see Girls Aloud. Um, I was chaperoning somebody and was in the front row of Girls Aloud <laughs> and the support act came out and I was like that's her out of S Club Juniors and that's her out of the S Club Juniors this is confusing and it was the Saturdays ah. doing um, a support act for Girls Aloud Black years me. ago before they were famous it was odd yeah like Saturdays they'll, they'll come up at some point in this decade they will pop up oh, won't yeah. they yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, all I think we've got some interesting selections there but none of them are definitively the best pop song of the noise are they I don't think so I think to get this sorted once and for all, we're going to have to do proper research. Oh, that sounds terrible. Listening to songs, analysing them and trying to remember what the vibe was like at the time. Watching music videos and checking out fashion and just reading interviews with celebrities talking about their terrible, terrible lives. Sounds horrendous. Or does it? It sounds brilliant. It doesn't it just. Uh, Should we do a podcast then? Let's do it. This is The Naughtiest Naughty. My name is Liam Milburn. I'm Scott McGurdy. Let's do it.
Hello, Scott. How are you doing? Hello, I'm very good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm ready to get indulged in uh, in pure noise nostalgia. You love pop music. Yeah. You've always loved pop music. I've got a cigarette t-shirt under there. I thought, like, if we're going to do pop music, <laughs> sort of channel some, like, modern... But I haven't got enough, haven't got enough like, noughties, nostalgic clothes. Like, maybe across the course of doing the show, I might get more of a noughties wardrobe. Do you know what? I think I get the feeling I've got something underneath my oh, shirt God, that is an MTV... Is it an MTV? I've got an MTV t-shirt it's on. Like burger and... Bur- yeah, like the burger, gre- greasy burger the Greasy MTV. burger one. Yeah. That's nice. A, what's the chances? I know. It just shows our passion. Yeah, it's it just a subconscious thing, isn't it? It's just yeah. ingrained in us. I know, and I've still never worn my Spice Girls merchandise because I don't want to wreck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell you what, t-shirts these days, the gig t-shirts and stuff, I saw the 1975 last week. It was £30 for a t-shirt, which I don't mind paying because I like them, yeah. but it got soaked in dark fruits like, as soon as the gig started. Oh, did it? Yeah, someone launched a full pint oh. across the front. That's it, was not a, good. it was a great show. Uh, me and my mum went. She's uh, a big fan. Uh, we went in a mosh pit together. I think she was expecting just to sort of stand there and like enjoy the songs and stuff. And I was like shoving her about. It was great. See, that's it. If we had a told like little five year old Liam that you'd be mosh pitting at a band with yeah. your mum when you're older, would yeah. you have believed it? Well, well, when I was five year old, I'd have been seeing the Tweenies. Yeah, yeah. That was the first proper gig that I went to was seeing the Tweenies. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got my heart broken completely because what they don't tell you is that the Tweenies is not like a live band that comes and plays songs and like acts out like a play. It's all pre-recorded. So somebody just runs around on cue on stage and doesn't make yeah. any noise. That's like a pretty easy paycheck, that, isn't it? Isn't it just? You just need to nail it. I'm assuming the, the trick with the Tweenies is to spread your arms out wide and then bring them over your mouth and look like you're shocked all yeah. of the time or that yeah. you're giggling. It's the Mickey Mouse thing, isn't it? It's just yeah. kind of going, ho-ho. Maybe it's hard to giggle. Maybe is it a full body thing? Maybe it's more difficult than we, we, we say that it is. Might be. I suppose let's we'll try and find out at some point. We'll see if the Tweedies have got any spots on the tour bus. Well, I my kind of only real musical connection with my dad is from a, a pop side of things. Was at his seventieth birthday, he asked for a request to like go and tell the DJ to put on that song from that Korean man that dances. I was like, Do you mean Gangnam, Gangnam Style? style. <laughs> so we did Gangnam Style at my dad's seventieth birthday, which was good crack. But um, it's not the Tweedies, but it's a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, I'm, I still haven't quite recovered from from learning that the tweenies aren't really the tweenies. That's heartbreaking. That's yeah. PTSD. That's not going to shift. Isn't unfortunately, it? we just need I to. Even, I even feel bad saying it because it's like a whole. It's like a sort of Santa thing, isn't it? It's just like you don't want to tell. But I, I mentioned to my mom. I said like I, I recalled her of the story of the tweenies, and I said like you know, remember that time when we were here last time at the arena? Well, not last time, the first time at the arena, and you were like going to go across and see if it like give us a shout out for my birthday, and they're like, oh no, it's pre-recorded. And I said to her, I was like, you could have just said, oh no, they've run out of space. Like, the, the script's too full. Yeah. They've got too many mm-hmm. verses. And she came back and she goes, it's pre-recorded. The she, could have, she could have protected me from the lie, but she chose not to. Actually, Actually she could have done, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. We love her. It's, we yeah. love her. Yeah, Christine. Mama. Christine. <laughs> um, heartbroken. But I think my gig, my gig experiences have got better across the years. My, 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 what I saw at the arena was kind of getting better. So like a bit busted was my first proper gig. Uh-huh. McFly. Uh-huh. Maximal Park when I was 11 years oh, old. I like, put a little blazer, mm-hmm. dressing all smart with like, a hat and everything. Yeah. I think that was the best in the world I got to see Maximo Park perform on the top of the National Glass Centre in Sunderland yeah. as part of uh, that transmission programme on T4 with Steve Jones oh, and Lauren Laverne yeah. and it was great because uh, you know the National Glass Centre is just like it looks when you pull up to it it just looks like a patio that goes uphill but as you walk up the patio then the the patio slabs then turn to glass and whenever mm. you look down it turns out you're looking into a factory or you're on a roof and it's terrifying but they got some really good shots from the inside looking out at the band 
on the glass um, and they had like smoke machines and some like pink flares and things and it just looked it looked really really good but um, I think they were doing our velocity and it was just oh, you know when they have to do multiple takes and you're just like yeah. each one of these is brilliant yeah. that was good really really good song. good memory so the way this is going to work is that we are going to go through every song that got in the top 10 in the UK charts from the year 2000 to the year 2009 basically the entire of the noughties that's a lot of songs it's a lot of songs I'm not sure exactly how many it is I haven't counted yet but I mean yeah. it's, it's 10 years worth so what's going to happen is there's going to be some weeks that are legendary because there were chart weeks that mm-hmm. were full yeah. of great music fighting their way for a top spot yeah but it was the noughties which meant that there was physical releases so actually some weeks were just purr mm-hmm. because you know there's weeks where as an artist you didn't want to release a song because it wouldn't sell well yeah so some pants stuff swooped in but we're going to talk about the pants yeah it's going to be pants all over from this no stone is going to be left unturned we could easily like skip over some of the like sort of middling stuff but we are going to go into explicit detail about all of it but there's going to be stuff that we discover for the first time because you know something could have been sitting at number nine on a pants week and mm-hmm. we just didn't even hit our radar at the time yeah. you know and we're going we're gonna to discover as well as, as feel a bit of nostalgia the discovery bit is the big part of it for me because when this decade started, I was three. Wow. So these first few, yeah, I'm sorry. These first few years are me kind of like, just kind of learning how to like be a human. Like you spend the first three, three years of your life really not remember anything. You don't really do much. You just sort of like- You don't do you? Yeah. Cry and giggle and poo yourself and stuff like that, so. This is the hard part for me, whereas in the year 2000, I was 16. I was doing my GCSEs. And actually I was at the point now where your social life is ramping up and actually everything you do with your mates at that time was set to music so all mm. of the stuff that we're probably going to go through I'm going to have really specific memories to mm. everything and you're going to have a complete different take on this yeah. this is going to be interesting to see how this goes yeah. I'm intrigued uh, yeah 2000 coming off the back of Y2K Yes, was threatening to wipe out the entire world. Uh-huh. Do you remember where you were in Y two K? Where you sat there with your fingers crossed, or like hunched into a cushion, being like, "Oh, what if this is it?" And um, <laughs> what can you say about when you're sixteen and you're having a house party in your own house for Y two K? I was there. Were you enjoying your last moments on uh, Earth? We were jo- Yeah, we were enjoying our last moments on Earth, and then um, we were just celebrating the fact that our compact Presario PCs in, in our bedroom didn't explode like we expected it mm, to, mm. Um, and clocks continued to work. So you know, it was it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. But yeah, um, I was on the sesh one dawn. If I'm honest, there was yeah. a, a punch bowl um, stuff in the punch bowl that shouldn't have been in the punch bowl, and uh, pizzas on delivery. So yeah, good times. Has punch ever had just punch in it? I've never heard a story of having, people having punch that's just punch. I've never had punch that was just punch. No. No. But then I've rarely had jelly that didn't have some alcohol in it either. <laughs> so when I was three year old, I'd have like, jelly in my pack lunch at school and there's you getting pissed off at yes. the house party. Yeah. yeah, so I'm doing rum jelly shots and you're actually having yeah. like a round tree Mr. Wobbly. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, love it. Um, different worlds. Different, different countries. Very different worlds. And at this point my life when I was 16 was probably starting to lean towards dance music because I was Mm. starting at 16 I was getting into nightclubs so I was going clubbing at 16 so um, yeah I was up for fast paced things wasn't feeling chilled stuff chilled stuff freaked me out because it was the alternative kids at school that were scary and gothic um, because I didn't know them or understand them yet but I was into the fast paced stuff or the cheesy stuff that you could dance about when nobody else was in the house when I was that age, it will have been all about Steps and S Club okay. and Westlife yeah. and that kind of, you know, puree sort mm-hmm. of music. Nothing too challenging. 
just because it's just all I, I don't even I don't even know where I got my music from. Probably just kids TV, like watching SMTV. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that's just all the bands that I got sold. Mm-hmm. Isn't it fun? I, I was talking to someone this week. I was like, it's those years of your life. You are just brought up as a consumer. You're brought up as somebody who's just like you, you're learning how to consume so that you become a good customer in the future. Yeah. It's no wonder I'm a, like I think kids TV has warped my brain. I've just become like a consumer. The other day, somebody sent me an article about KFC launching this new popcorn chicken bucket, whatever. <laughs> Five ninety nine for eighty pieces. It's mental. I've had it today. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To yourself. No, I've had the advert today. Oh, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, yesterday I went to KFC because I saw the advert and I was like. I need to go to KFC now. <laughs> so I went to KFC and mm-hmm. they didn't have the bucket. Biker? Nah. No. Newcastle upon Tyne biker? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Nah. Um, but so the, I'm, I'm just a slave to marketing. I'm a slave to advertising. And I, I think from, from being at early age, I'm a slave to whatever the kids' TV channels told me to, to go and consume. Yeah, but we all are. And I remember being really shocked because whenever I was younger, only, only rich people had Sky. And I remember on a Friday, one of my friends, so we would, I would get a lift home with um, a girl in my class and we were we were quite friendly but we would go back to her house and she had Sky which meant she had Nickelodeon which means we could watch Rugrats and then um, Clarissa explains it all which was pre-Sabrina the Teenage Witch mm. um, but there was just adverts all of the time and they were like Americanized proper wow adverts yeah. and I'd never seen anything like it because I was used to local things like you know buy some curtains from this haberdashery shop and things <laughs> not used to proper branded mass produced yeah. over the top um, things but um, she always had toys because she always saw the adverts and I never got bought anything new because I never saw adverts for them oh but I was it, happy with that I was going to say I, I, don't, I don't think you'd be too phased by that really I mm-hmm. think you'd be okay with it no it was fine but she always had the latest toys mm. and it was because she was like have you seen this mummy I want this mummy have you seen this mummy I want this mummy oh I think I hate that mm-hmm. it sounds a bit like me actually that's a bit sad <laughs> anyway um, so we're going to try and find the best song we're going to go through I guess say top 10 of those 10 years and we're going to find out what the best song is the way it's going to work is end of every episode we're going to cast our minds back to what we've just heard and we're going to pick the best of what we've just of that selection and then as the weeks go on we'll try and see if what we've just chosen as that winner will beat the previous winner so it's like a winner stays on sort of thing so like if we choose something this week next week will it stay there will it get knocked off it's just how it works. It could change every week, or it could just be that something yeah. lasts till we get to 2009, yeah. and then there's just something in Which be October, quite... November, December 2009 that just knocks it off. I'm trying to think, would that, would that be disappointing, or would that be like just totally enthralling? Just like It's going to be like an episode oh. of EastEnders. It's going to be drama. All I'm picturing drama. is like Shakira, whenever, wherever, staying there until the very end of the day. <laughs> Trust me, it won't. Pretty, yes. It won't. <laughs> no, I, I, I know it won't, but it's going to. I'm going to enjoy it when it comes around. Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot that I'm going to enjoy. To yeah. be fair, we've yeah. glanced upon the lists, haven't we? And we've seen what's coming up. Honestly, we, uh, yeah, yeah. These are exciting times. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about the stuff that I've missed growing up that I didn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. That's the exciting part for me. Is um, and then you know, especially if I have to then go and do like some deeper research and then speak to people about what was this track like for you? Is this the best pop song of the noughties? You know, the research is, is exciting. Mm-hmm. Geek. That's what this is all about for me. It's just about discovery and being a massive nerd. And you get to come on the journey with us. This is this is great. Yeah. Yeah. We want you to play along as well. You can tweet us at naughty00pod. You can email us naughty00pod at gmail.com. We want your voice notes. We want your tweets. We want your opinions. We want your pictures. If you've got memories of this time, we want to see it and hear it all. And if you want to take part, and maybe you can pick your favourite Naughty song as well, we'd love to hear from you. 
episode one of the Naughty Snorty is available right now. And I can tell you, first of all, the first song of the decade comes from an Irish boy band who likes stools. It's me! <laughs> it's just five Scots. What would your boy band be called? Scott, 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 Scott. And the vein of pigs, 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 pigs. Yeah. Scott, 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 Scott. No. I was thinking like Tony, 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 but it's just Scott, 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 Tony, Scott, Tony, Scott, Tony. Uh, Mine's going to be Ted and Dougal. Ted and Dougal. Ted and Dougal would be my boy Gosh. band. Uh, so there you go. Go listen to episode one right now. And if you aren't already, and I don't see why you wouldn't be, but go and subscribe to it now. Click subscribe. You're on the app thing now. Just press subscribe. Press the button. Press it. Press God it. Damn it. Have you pressed it? Press it. They've not pressed it yet. Press, press, come on, press it. I think they might have now. They might have now. And if, if they haven't, we'll probably annoy them so much that they will never subscribe ever. Maybe we should have done it with a musical thing, like Sugar Babes. Push the button. <laughs> Push the button. Thank you. <clears throat>